We are one. We are recording. Hi, welcome to the podcast. And welcome to Bampots. I'm Marco. <laughs> Hi, Andrew. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, welcome to Bampots. Bampots is a fortnight. Fort. Fort. Oh, fucking hell. I fucked it up. Bampots is a fortnightly discussion podcast about your ma. No, I'm joking. Um. Bampots is a fortnight. Do you say ma or do you say ma? Ma. Your ma. I say a combination of the two. Ma. It depends how long I've been in Scotland, like, on who I'm around, but, like, your ma was something that was definitely said a lot when I was in high school. Oh, yeah, your ma, yeah. Yeah, your ma. Your ma sounds. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit Irish. Yeah, your ma. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, anyway, welcome to Bampots. Bampots is a fortnightly (laughs) discussion podcast about adulting in today's society. Now, tell us about what you think about what adulting is uh as in the listeners not not you andrew i know what you think of it adultery was adultery. what you went to yeah. adult topics yeah just lots of pornography um why is why is pornography the only thing that comes to mind when you think of adult topics well i don't know i mean adult content means porn right hmm so adult topics is not too far removed from Adult content. Hmm. Yeah, that's... it's it's weird because like there, I've got um, I was I've got like a now TV subscription and I was watching, I can't remember what TV show it was. Uh, I think it was Thirty Rock or something on it, and every episode starts with the following program contains adult themes, <laughs> and it's just like a it's like a sitcom. Uh, but yeah, oh. it made me think like, what the hell am I about to watch? And what does it think yeah. I'm watching? <laughs> yeah, Postman Pat. 18 rated. I would watch that. Mm. Actually, no, because oh, I don't want to know no. what he does with that cat. Ugh. You fucking hell. In the van. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've got some ideas oh. for Postman Pat. <laughs> yeah. Gives a whole new Based meaning to the experience. word large package. Anyway. Right. That's enough of that. Um, that's enough of Pat, Pat's wild adventures with Jess. Um, did, you, did you watch the Apple event? Oh, yeah. I, well, I watched bits of it. I watched bits of it, so I like all the memes about the, the iPhone 11 with the cameras where it's like um, someone's done like a convector cooker or something like that, like they've made them hobs. Um, yeah, it and, looks like um, a stovetop. Yeah, stovetop, yeah, yeah. I, I think eventually what it's going to be is by like iPhone 20, we'll have like one really large camera and one tiny wee phone, and you'll just have to like... I know you'll have to use the camera to like dial or something like that. Like, because it's like the every year now, it's like exponential growth of number of cameras. Like last year, it was two. This year, it's three. It's quite linear, really. Next year, it's going to be five. (laughs) This week on Marco learns how exponential growth works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, next year five. It's year like just the scale four. gets a lot bigger, so like it looks like it's shooting up, but it's just like one unit on the thing. So it's like yeah. one, two, and three are really close together, and then four is like a mile up. And you're going, look, look at that growth. Well, what's the exponential growth of one? It's linear. That's what I'm saying. Right. So it's two, and then four, <laughs> and then. How's your PhD going? No exponential growth isn't linear. No, but I'm saying that going two to three is linear. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is not exponential. No, it's not exponential, no. No, but they could get exponential. They could get exponential. Oh, my God. This is actually excruciating. 
Did you buy anything? Yeah. What? Recently. From the Apple event. Oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> not, not just like, have you been shopping in the last week? <laughs> Who done your weekly shop? Um, no, 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 not yet, no. Uh, I, I don't have the money to yet at the moment anyway, but also um, uh, I didn't really see, like, I'm tempted to get an iPhone 11 at some point, right? But I'm quite happy with my iPhone 10 or X or whatever, and it's going to run out. As in the contract's going to run out. In fact, it's running out now. <laughs> the so I'm going to be able to get out. like a really good deal, okay. like a, a sim only, like you know, like unlimited data or something. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with the phone. It's like it's not like past iPhone models where you've had it for two years and then it just really became so slow because it couldn't handle the iOS version. Like it's actually handling it pretty well. So. Um, yeah, I have no complaints with my phone, but. I'm on the upgrade program, so I get a, I say free upgrade. They still charge mm. you some money for it, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to get to the mm. store on Friday and I'll be gouged for something. But, um, yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah. me and uh, a friend of mine, Adrian, we booked. Uh, it was it was actually a bit of a roller coaster because I'm not sure where I'm going to be on Friday. So it's my niece's birthday and I'm not sure when I'm going up to Scotland. I don't know whether I was going to go on Thursday or Friday, and mm-hmm. the phone comes out on Friday, so I had to choose which location I needed to get it sent to. Oh, you've ordered it? Yeah. So we are, I ordered them. I ordered one yesterday. Which one? Uh, I go, went for the Pro, and I went in white this time because oh, I've got a black one at the moment, and I just like to mix things up. I was tempted to go with green, and everyone that I've spoken to has bought green, and I'm now, I now have phone color envy, which is the most middle class ridiculous thing to say out loud like like oh I'm a wee bit jealous of the colour of somebody else's phone like it's just it's the most preposterous thing to ever say out loud but I have and yeah um only only because I'm on the on the upgrade program how much is the upgrade program it depends on what phone you get so if you if you want the 11 it's like 40 pounds a month and okay. it goes up to about 70 or 80 depending on if you can get like the terabyte um, yeah, uh, size Pro Max display XDR, whatever the hell the hmm. fancy one is. Uh, it's it gets quite expensive. So like over over a year, that like that's it. You're paying like a th- over a thousand pounds. And did you um, get the phone outright once you've paid it. So you don't. So you just pay for it once a month, and then every year you get you get a new one. New phone. Uh, but yeah. the, so the the thing is over two years. If you just let it lapse, then you just carry on, um, right. and then you just own the phone. But you have like some zero uh, percent finance agreement with Barclays, I think is who it's with. Right. Okay. All right. So it's. But so yeah, then, no, it's, um, it's it's all right. Yeah. And then and then the and then the sim. Well, how much do you pay for the sim? So you need your own. You need your own sim free contract. Yeah. Uh, so I mine is mine's a tenner. Well, that's pretty good actually. Fifty quid for I mean fifty quid is still a lot of money, but it's like that's kind of what you would pay if you took out a contract with like O2 or EE for like an iPhone 11. And it gives you the freedom you... to do whatever you want from a carrier point of view. So I'll Yeah, send you and the, it probably you gives you a better deal as well. Yeah, so it's £40.45 per month for the base 11. The base 11 Pro is 58 so it depends if you want more storage space mm. or not. Hmm, that sounds good. Okay. But they've sold anyway. out of the... 11. Anyway, so the reason <laughs> I want to talk to you about the about the Apple event is that Apple events famously have say famously um, 
if you watch them, which not a lot of people do. <laughs> but if you're if one, if you, if you watch these technology um, presentations, they quite often have um, words at the ends of their mm-hmm. sentences that involve things like musical act, right? So um, <laughs> essentially, like Apple is quite famous for having bands and musicians and stuff in their ads, and the, like the one that comes to mind when i think of you is like viva la vida uh, oh, yeah. they had like a, a big push for like i was the ipod or one of the iphones or something where they had with like all the color and stuff like that um and they yeah. really really pushed that song and i remember listening to like a interview with chris martin where he said that the um uh, steve Jobs said to him it was a successful song not a good song uh <laughs> and that they um yeah so they essentially like like t- took Viva La Vida, uh, paired it with Apple Music, and then just used it to promote all the like what at the time was quite a cool product, and yeah. both of them benefited. And from that, I thought it was quite interesting to talk about uses of music in advertising, and yeah, see what you thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Apple's always done. When was the, what was the year that they did that um, free release of? u2's album <laughs> the bit where they infected everybody's uh, itunes yeah. accounts with uh, i just woke with up one morning in like september 2014 and had this u2 album on my phone i was like i don't remember downloading, downloading. how drunk the was song, i last the songs of innocence or something yeah um, oh that might be it yeah no um is it songs of innocence i thought that was an earlier one maybe not i'm not sure okay um but yeah that the was digital like release weird... made the record available to 500 million iTunes customers, the largest album release of all time. What was the album? Yeah, Songs of Innocence. It Songs came out Innocence, in 2014. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I wonder how many people deleted it immediately. <laughs> They've got a bit of a history with you two. Oh, do you remember the really, really, really cringy bit when um, Bono and Tim Cook joined hands and did like the... The rock and roll hand hand sign. Hand sign. Well, that was that was quite a while back, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't, but yeah. he was on stage, and he was. Oh, I'm going to find a picture of this, and I'll definitely put it in. I might even put it as the chapter art for this. Um, <laughs> Bono finger. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> so <laughs> just like tap is so embarrassing. It's just oh. like two white middle aged guys trying to be cool. Uh, it's you and me in ten years' time. It's quite upsetting. <laughs> what on stage of the Apple event? <laughs> exactly. That's where we'll be. I'll be. I'll be CEO, and and you can see the edge in the back going. This is cool, which certifies how lame this is. Oh no, they touch fingers. I thought they did the rock sign. Oh, they don't know. Uh, oh my god. They've done this with U two in the past, though. Remember when the U two iPod came out? I don't know if it was called the U two iPod, but. No, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, the, it was a black and red iPod Classic around the time the Vertigo came out. I remember yeah. I, Vertigo must have been in all the advertising. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. No, no, I, I know the one you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've done that quite a lot. They've, they've, like, but Apple's always had like a strong association with music, with all their adverts. Like even even in um even in uh like in the actual events where they would always do that video at the start or something like that, you know, and it would be like, this. they'd always say, this year we've got something amazing planned for you. It's like, they're not exactly (laughs) going to be like, I'm afraid this year's a bit shit, but (laughs) here's some good music. Um, Yeah, we just really couldn't be arsed today, lads. Uh, But there was some, like, really random ones. Like, 
or there's been some really random ones in adverts where you're just like, it just doesn't like Apple and music. You you get why they would do it because they're trying to sell music products, right? So or well, things that you can listen to music on. Now yeah, they have a music store. They sell yeah. music players, and yes, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. But the one that I don't get that I found the other night was the um, you remember the Phil Collins in the air one on Cadbury's with the gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> with the gorilla and the gorilla I'm gonna was cu- playing I'm gonna the drums. Cut and, uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. randomly as though it was like what I, like you just watch it and you just see this gorilla and then Phil Collins you're like oh, okay what's this about and then it just suddenly the gorilla just plays the drums and it just skips to a, a Cadbury's bar and it's like well, it's got nothing to do with chocolate it's but just so it is funny yeah like how do you sell a chocolate bar I know yeah. a drum kit and a gorilla yeah <laughs> I'm now watching this ad <laughs> And the gorilla takes it seriously. Well, it's obviously not a real gorilla, but it's like... You know, <laughs> the gorilla <laughs> takes it seriously. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> as if the gorilla's just not going to be invested in this at all. Like, I'm not... How I'm sad not, would it I'm be to be the person in that gorilla costume and you've been you've been offered a job in an advert, front line, as a drummer, and then there, you get told you have to wear a gorilla costume because, like, <laughs> no one wants to see your face. It blinks. That's quite impressive. Yeah. His eyes are pretty good. Right, I'm going to un- unmute the video. Oh, he's cracking its neck, waiting for the build-up. You can almost like feel the gorilla sitting like in a stadium of fifty thousand people, or on a stage <laughs> in a stadium of fifty thousand people, like just like feeling the beat. Yeah, and it's so yep. bizarre because it's like, is that does that ad make you want to go and buy a bar of chocolate? Not really. Or is it just for the mind share of going or having people talk about Cadbury's the whole time? I've also just seen that it's not like so. It looks from the beginning of it. It looks like a purple background, but it's only like a only like one panel is is purple, mm. like Cadbury's purple. I guess that's oh, maybe so to bad. to like highlight like a kind of a single bar of chocolate. Like so, you look <laughs> at it and you think you see like I a, thought they a just rectangle. spent all the budget on the on the gorilla on the gorilla yeah. uh, costume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's still it's still purple, but. Yeah, I remember uh, there was a um, a band I quite liked called Taking Back Sunday. I do still quite like them anyway. Um, and they got Tom DeLonge from Blink One Two to direct one of their music videos. And because mm-hmm. like he's from this massive band who've got like like they famous like like so the rock show starts with them saying, "Oh, here's a here's a check for half a million dollars. We're just gonna go spend it to make a video." So he's used to having that kind of budget, and he he spent their entire budget for their video this small rock band on a room a lit, well-lit room and mm-hmm. he was like oh i've got nothing else to do so the entire video for um what's uh this photograph is proof is just like them pissing about in this room and playing the song because he <laughs> blew the entire budget on just on just the venue <laughs> oh a bit like the fire festival <laughs> oh, do you see they're getting they're getting sued well, it doesn't surprise me. Blink-22 is getting sued by the fact... This is a deep cut back to episode two? Yeah. Um, no, we're episode about... one. No. Was episode one was about representation of movies, right? Oh, yeah, sorry. Episode two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've... Uh, yeah, so they got... Um, 
there was a news article about how the uh, the organizers of the fire festival are suing Blink One Eight Two for their deposit because they didn't come to the festival that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, and they're being sued for half a million dollars, which, like, one, it's crazy that if you want to book Blink One Eight Two, you have to come up with half a million dollars before they even come to the venue. Yeah. I also remember that they played in they played in Australia, and because Travis Barker didn't go because he can't fly because he was in a plane crash. Yeah. Um, the the organizer of the festival tried to claim a third of the cost back. It was like, well, we paid you fifty million Australian to play this festival, and only two of you came, and you got a standing drummer. So can we only pay you ten? Mm. <laughs> well, it's not really how that works. No, it's not. I mean, imagine. <laughs> I mean, imagine how big you must be to have like a five hundred thousand pound deposit. Like, like that's how much it takes to get them interested in coming to a show. Yeah, it's the same as buying a a fifty million pound house. You put ten percent down as a deposit. <laughs> <laughs> is it fifty million? No. No, 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 no. Sorry, no. no five million. Mark learns how math works. Five, five million. Five million. That makes more sense. Yeah, fifty million would be five million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not quite as impressive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite that impressive because, like, a five million pound house is just not that. It's not all that. Well, a five million pound house is You'd just that with uh, pocket change. It's just a nice house, you know. A fifty million pound house now that's like a piece of land. That's an island. After Brexit, you can probably buy half of London with five million pounds. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what my deposit would be. What for you as a person? Yeah, minus five pounds. The train fare. The train fare. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Anyway, I'm gonna send um, you this music. Anyway, so I, in the meantime, after we talked about that, I I pulled up the video for this uh this music video, and uh, it is essentially just like it's them with a silhouette, the band on a sofa with a silhouette and a ladder in a spotlight, and there's a bunch of cables running to the rigging for the room, but it's all just like them in this like white box, um. I'll send you this. You don't need to watch it, but you should because it's quite hilarious okay. knowing that context. Um, do you think that there are songs and ads that are only good because of the section they put in the advert? Like, there, mm. you can have a bit. You can have a bit of a song like where with the like you can take like the strongest thirty seconds or the strongest twenty seconds of a song or like edit it together to make it sound incredible, and then you listen to the whole four minutes and you're going, "This is actually isn't all that, and it's not very interesting." I think I think they so I think there's our adverts where they they put in a really famous song that's really memorable and that can they can link it to the advert cleverly that you'll remember that advert but that they kind of you know so for the Cadbury's one for example with the gorilla they probably paid more to use that song than having the gorilla play drums because that's not that's just a guy in a costume playing drums okay it's quite yeah. well done and it's you know it's it's obviously that you know there's some uh, extra stuff in there that's obviously quite good, but but it's like I'm sure that asking to use that song on the advert will have cost them a huge amount of money, a huge amount of money, a massive amount of money. Yeah, I think think massive amount of money sounds better. Ten percent of fifty million. <laughs> yes. Um. So um. Yeah, I, I remember I've listened to a few podcasts before where they had like music. Uh, like directors on where they were talking about like oh yeah I built this scene around this song and it turned out that getting the rights to that song cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars so that scene's not in this movie. Um, yeah, I think without that song, if it was just a random 
Gorilla playing drums, and it was like a song that wasn't particularly very well known. I don't think I don't think that would be a very memorable act. Well, maybe it would because it's just a random gorilla playing drums, but um, it probably wouldn't have the same power of of um, um, you know for, for memory than 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 it does. Like the other one is the um, the John Lewis one from last year, right? Which had your song by Elton John in it, and the the reason. Like, okay, so, I mean, I like Elton John quite a lot, so I I found it, you know, it was, I quite like the ad, advert, but... Did it make you cry? Uh, and it didn't make me cry, no, they don't make me cry. The one, in fact, the only one that almost made me cry was the, the Power of Love one with the snowman. And the snowman goes out <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. like, Regent Street or something like that and buys a scarf and then comes yeah. home. I'm like... For people who don't know, John Lewis is a department store in the UK and every Christmas they have a very touching Christmas advert and it's like a... Notable part in British culture when the John Lewis Christmas advert comes out yep. and it is talked about for 24 hours yep. and then not again yep. until the next year. It's officially the start of Christmas in the UK. It, like, well, so yeah. I used to think that the start of Christmas was that Coca-Cola Santa... Ad. Oh, yeah. Oh, you see, it's that's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because that's also a really powerful one. Um, like, well, I that's, know, like, that's I can, also powerful. You can hear that song in the background. So it's like, I saw it like... Talking about songs and advertising, you could hear that and go, "Oh, that's the Coca-Cola Christmas ad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're saying that. I don't know but, if that's only in the UK or not. Might be in other. Yeah, maybe. Not sure. The reason the John Lewis one I picked up was because um, not only is it a very famous song and everyone knows that song, obviously. Um, so it's a bit like the 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 Gorilla one, but it 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 uses the song really well because it then goes back to like El- like it's the whole point is. If you give a gift, it's not just a gift, like, it's not just a one-off gift, it could be a gift for life, and it shows, like, you know, Elton John as a child getting given a piano, and, like, obviously not real footage, but, um, and then, um, <laughs> <laughs> just in case people were like, oh my god, I need to see this, um, but the idea is it's just, it's special, because it's like, it, you know, it, you give someone a gift, you never know what will, what they'll do with it, you know, you give your kid a piano, they might become the next Elton John, you know, you give them... It makes me feel like I really wasted my life because I was given a guitar when I was 14 and a different guitar sat next to me now and I can still play the same songs I could when I was 14. And that's about it. Really makes me think that we should write a better intro for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I think it's 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 interesting because the the um, the song plays really well with the... Well, the the John Lewis songs are never like heavy, heavy rock or something. E- even when they did "Sweet Child of Mine," which was like, what was it back in two thousand and nine, two thousand eight or something? Um, like that was like a really like it was an acoustic version of that song. So it wasn't like you know, and they they just use it so well because it's like Christmas is about Christmas isn't about like guitar. It's about kind of like you know. Do you think he got paid a lot of money for that? Who? John, uh, Ellen John. Ellen John. Um, Do you think he did it for free? I'm pretty sure he didn't star in it for free because he's in the actual advert as well. Like, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that he maybe gave the song for free, or maybe it was a, maybe it was like a, a bucket deal or something. I don't know. Or, you know, have the song and get me for free, or have me and get the song for free. Or, I don't know. Sources um, close to the production told that Ellen John's fee makes up half the advert's budget. Oof. I mean, to be fair, it's Elton John, so... He was paid £5 million for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was in the advert for about three seconds. 
That's definitely more than a gorilla costume. That's ten percent of fifty million. Yeah. <laughs> His deposit must be fifty million. Oh Jesus. Oh dear, that's a lot of money. I wish I could just show up and someone would pay me five million. I know, right? <laughs> write write a famous song or write fifty yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Look that good in uh red star glasses. Well, I always do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but so, like, do you so think that, this... do you think people change their yeah. fee depending on what it cost? Like so you think that he I like the reason I asked if do you think he did it for not a lot of money is because like it's quite a cultural thing, so it might be quite a cool thing to align yourself with. But like yeah. if IBM asked him to be in their advert, like he might say, No, it's twenty five million because you're IBM. And yeah. I don't know if like maybe like they change like they they try and price you out because they're not really that interested. But if you're gonna do it for a huge amount of money, then they'll they'll say yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, how much must have Justin Timberlake been paid to do all those McDonald's adverts? Oh, a lot, a lot of money. Like but, yeah, like does Justin Timberlake look like a guy who uses a lot of McDonald's? No, he doesn't. But I guess that's the point. If they had a fat guy there, then you probably wouldn't... If they put me in a McDonald's ad, they'd go, that makes sense. I'm never eating there again. Yeah, exactly. put Justin Timberlake in it. <laughs> I realise I just said exactly after you said that, but I didn't mean to agree with you. <laughs> but, um, but but the advert's partly about like creating this... like you know, Realistically, you're not going to buy a gift that's going to last... A lifetime like you're not going to buy a piano and then your kid's going to come and become elton john or you're not going to buy like an easel and the kid's going to become like the next picasso or something like that like it, i like realistically that's probably not going to happen but it inspires but, it is it's, it's cool right it's a it's a nice yeah, message yeah, yeah. of like you're you're giving somebody the potential to go and fight make their dream right if he didn't have yeah. that piano he may not have exactly have had he may not have fiddled about with it right because he had the potential to be some great thing and for every thousand people you give a piano to they don't do anything but somebody like he wouldn't have made what he is of himself had he not had access to that piano yeah no no of course yeah i'm not saying that it's it's a horrible thing it's just that it's a, i get the message it plays on that yeah it plays on that kind of you know thought of oh you know a nice gift forever you know or a nice gift is a gift forever you know kind of thing so um i think um the, the justin timberlake one was just it was a bit like the gorilla. It was a bit like they still kind of some... use that, right? Did they not still use the ba da ba 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 like the? Yeah, they still use the. Was that part um... of that? I don't know if he wrote it. Did he? Do you know the song that always gets me is that? No, I don't know who it is, but it's who sings it. But it's the one that goes, um, uh, "Make loving." It's a um, oh fucking hell, who is it? Um, I'm gonna have to Google it now. Um. You'll never guess who's on the songwriter for this, uh, for that, for the, I'm loving it. Who? Pharrell. Pharrell? Yeah. Pharrell? That's, why is he on it? Because he wrote the song, that's why he's on the songwriting list. Which is mm. funny, because like, he also wrote Happy for Despicable Me Too. Yeah. And I also think, like, when you, do you know, have you, have you seen Despicable Me Too? Um, I've seen number one, but not number two, no. <laughs> Um, it's like, Does that answer I, your I, question? I, yes. Um, you should always look at your number two just to make sure you're healthy. I <laughs> if it floats, there's too much fat in your diet. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> really. So I, yeah, I think of um, 
I think of Happy, that song Happy, as being quite synonymous with that movie, with Despicable Me Too. And I think there's a lot of song, a lot of movies that have famous songs that are essentially adverts for the film. The same, so if you think of like, um, what do you think of when you think of the movie Armageddon? Oh yeah, like don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not um, Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis, but no. actually no movie. Ben Affleck. I, oh fuck yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah he's in love with uh, Harry Stamper's daughter. He's a driller. Yeah. Who becomes an astronaut because that makes sense. Oh, isn't he a driller? And... <laughs> yeah, he's gonna dr- Oh god. Um <laughs> and, and it's the same like so there's a bunch of movies like that. Uh so The Bodyguard, like the uh Whitney Houston song, which is a movie that it's like one of the highest selling singles of all time or highest selling soundtracks of all time, I think. And um you lose yourself, which we talked about before, the eight mile song. I used to be able to do that entire rap. Um, I'm not entirely. <laughs> I'm proud of myself that I used to be able to do that. <laughs> Maybe. Is that you to wear mom's a spaghetti, shirt? Uh, spaghetti on his jumper already? Yeah, mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that, I think like that song is synonymous with that movie. I think they didn't win an Oscar or something, but um, mm. there are like bad or mediocre films that have incredible songs. Actually, some would say that "Don't Want to Miss Thing" by again uh, by. Aerosmith is as bad as that movie, but it's maybe a, maybe both of them are guilty pleasures for me. But we can get to that another time. Yeah, but 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 it's the fact that I mean the song's so. It's interesting to think: would the song be famous if it hadn't been written for the film? Yeah, and I don't think it would. Yeah, I, in that but, case, I don't think it would. No, but but it's like the other one. Um, a, a good example is um, um. Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen, where the song is famous in itself, but it was written for Highlander, the TV. Okay. It's not a well-known fact that it was written for Highlander because people just associate it with a Queen as a Queen song. And I don't think that song would have been less famous if it hadn't been written for Highlander. And unless that's my just my age showing and people who like watched Highlander like 20 years ago are like, oh, no fucking hell, it was, it was the best thing ever. You know, but for me, it's like like that is just an iconic Queen song, and the fact that it yeah. was for Highlander is like a secondary thing. Um, yeah, that's fair. Like it's separated itself from what its origin was. Yeah, yeah. I think there's quite a few like that that kind of, you know, they they were written for something, but they ended up just being a bigger song than the actual thing that they were written for. Yeah, and if I'd done any research for this, I would probably be able to think of some, but I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't think of many, but um, I'm sure there are. But there, yeah, there are. They're t- like so. Eight, yeah. eight, like lose yourself. The eight mile song is bigger than that movie was. Yeah, yeah. And it is. An, I think it's an incredible song. It's one of his. Yeah. Uh, probably one of my favorite Eminem songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is a very good song. It is. Um... So, uh, what about um, Celine Dion, the Titanic song? I mean, they are synonymous, oh. but like they they do go hand in hand. But yeah. I think, well, I mean, the film's bigger, obviously, isn't it? Because it's one of the biggest yeah. grossing films ever. But I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, the song's still very, very, very well known. Like, you could play it and people would know what it is. Um, but yeah, that's a good example. I believe they can fly from Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. Although R. Kelly's cancelled, so we're not really allowed to talk about it. What oh, about Shrek? Shre- Shrek's really good, because like, it's just like a, a album covers, essentially. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah, oh, there's a um, the Counting Crow song, uh, um, Accidentally in Love, is one of my favourite songs. Accidentally um, in Love. Yeah, that's great. My what my favorite one is um, somebody once told me yeah, the yeah they smash that smash my song yeah. yeah that's a good one that's so that's one. like made it into meme culture it's that famous now yes somebody because that's like but that like um, Shrek is such a popular film the first one obviously uh, that it, it's like it it, it like and it, well the second one did Funky Town as well um, which was already a very oh, well known yeah. song but it actually I think it brought it a little bit more maybe into this current generation um but i mean it's still a very very popular song funky town it's not like it's i don't think shrek enhanced it, it maybe just prolonged it a little bit um and there's some that yeah. are like as good like the wild wild west song from the mm. wild wild west which is an yeah. atrocious movie and an atrocious song back when will smith used to rap he did one for men in black too as well like he used to rap for all the songs that for all the movies he was in mm. Oh, I've got a good one. Um, we've gone a bit off adverts here, but never mind. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I've got the power in Bruce Almighty, where that song oh, yeah. on its own by Snap is. I, I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty popular, or it's well, it's it's pretty catchy anyway. I don't know how popular it was in terms of the charts, but um, but it's just so iconic with that film because you could just if you say I've got the power, you could just see him say it like I've got the power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, reminiscing childhood here. There's the song from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the Brian Adams song. That everything I do, I do it for you. Do you know that song? Uh, uh, no. Oh, that's a very famous Brian Adams song. Maybe it's just like me and my mum. What about the James Bond <laughs> songs? Like, do you... <laughs> just quickly moving on. <laughs> me and my mum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> there's like the was it Madonna did that song for Dying Another Day um, which is pretty awful oh there's the um, uh, Tom Jones did Thunderball did he not mm, maybe yeah that rings a bell but I guess the, the, the challenge with those ones is that the film's already huge so it's like but, but that but, yeah. yeah some of them are flops but it's hard because like the Goldeneye not Goldeneye Goldfinger was a yeah. was like the biggest movie of all time or whatever in 1960 three or four when it came out mm. and then thunderball came out and it just wasn't quite as big but it had like a really yeah. big song behind it because the previous one was so big and then when yeah. it moved to roger Moore, you had um the wings like live and let die the wing song yeah, yeah. which yeah. is fuck like that riff is incredible yeah. um yeah. and i think that i think I, I would say that that song whilst everyone can link it to james bond is more famous than that movie like that movie is yeah, like yeah, yeah. about yeah. zombies and stuff like that the weird um like with the voodoo stuff i think it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a really funny uh roger moore james bond film but that song is leagues above it i, f- I feel no absolutely i completely agree it is yeah it's, it's 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 such a huge song um and i guess that's like i think if people... you could you could you could play the opening line from that in a stadium and people would sing it back to you but if you played a bit of like Baron Samady from that movie everyone would go yeah. who is that weirdo and yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no absolutely yeah 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 well yeah I guess songs have more power with a small part of it than a film does I guess although like it's rarer for films to have a really small part 
or adverts even to have a small part that's like really like um, Schindler's List with the girl with the red balloon and uh, not with the red balloon in the red dress yeah um, the red like coat. that's yeah the red coat yeah that's that's so yeah the red coat that's the one yeah so that's like so powerful that one bit of imagery um that it's like kind of what Schindler's List is like you probably go Schindler's List images and it will probably come up um Anyway, it's like that, digressed. Yeah, and music really does that with a lot of things. Like it's like a scene with music, like together, can be way more than the two of them, like apart. So like mm. that's why I like why a lot of music videos can like really like bring a lot to what the song is. Like the imagery can really just help you like totally buy into what the song is. But if you listen to it by yourself, it kind of isn't quite there. And yeah, yeah. We can maybe do another. I'm, I'm not sure. A podcast on music videos is really very interesting because we <laughs> describe them to people. But <laughs> yeah. you can try that. Um, yeah. One episode a minute. Um, but, yeah, no, 100%. We should probably, I we should. I think that, is there, do you have any closing statements? We should probably wrap it up there. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think music is, is one of those ones that's really interesting when you hear it in adverts because there can be, there could also be like songs where you just don't, you know, you, you've not heard and then it's suddenly, you've heard it in an advert and it's like, oh, wow. Um, or it could be something it's, that you you didn't realise it's like what we talked about with the covers like a lot of adverts will use covers instead of the actual real one or the original um and that that like sometimes the advert can just be the platform that the song needs to just like push it because then people associate their favorite thing with a with a song and they're like oh that's all you know um and yeah yeah and i think that it's 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 really quite interesting how you could have like so we started this talking about apple the apple event and you yeah. two and then on to like James Bond songs and or the uh, James Bond movie songs and how it's it's crazy how a song can like penetrate into your memory and your psyche so much that you get like you could like just like hearing like some notes or something or like thinking about it can conjure up like where it came from and all this sort of, all these sort of other things I think it's quite cool like even like ten years later because like I haven't thought about that U two album in forever and it turns out it was quite a while ago. And the same with like some of those, um, like the Viva La Vida song. I still pair with that, yeah, with yeah. that ad, and like Justin Timberlake and then the, the Phil Collins ad. The Phil Collins ad, I've not thought about forever. But as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, oh, the Cadbury Gorilla ad, like immediately just took me back to to like that. Yeah. But yeah. and yeah, yeah, I think it's quite cool. That's good. Anyway, do you want to do you wanna bring us home? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks to you all. We love you. If you've got any comments or thoughts or ideas, then share it to us. We're on Twitter. We're at Bampots Podcast, and and the same on Instagram. Um, and we're you can find us at www.bampotspodcast.com. Um, I feel like we should have some like outro music to this. Not instead of our song, we should play like "I'll Be Coming in the Air Tonight." Well, no, I won't be coming I'll in the air. Coming tonight, in but the I'll air. Be... <laughs> Oh, that was an awkward, awkward moment there. <laughs> what you do in that lab on a Saturday afternoon by yourself is entirely up to you. I'll be coming in the year tonight. No, uh, yeah, something is a bit. Is of that a... your rap for the week? Yeah, yeah. Take right. it, Phil. <laughs> boom, 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 boom.